Hey, welcome back to the Whiskey Friends, and and uh, this time we I know that we have the ref, the supplier, and dog. Woohoo! <laughs> so, and Boy, we he pointed at the right people. Yeah, oh. I know, right? He's been using this pickup. It, 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 <laughs> it, it took an early round of whiskey to help me finally figure Don't out my first pickup. Yeah. <laughs> Just the so we've done a barrel seagrass kind of review thoughts on this. I have since added a, a 16 year the the uh, the new high end seagrass. So we're gonna kind of maybe compare the two. I, I we have a we have a score sheet of which we is funny because the 16 year I I posted a picture of it and sent it. And he's like, oh, I'll never, ever get one of those. There's no way. <laughs> and then, boom, like two weeks later, he's yeah. got one. It's got weird. One. It's weird, isn't it? No. Whatever his alibi is. Oh, oh, uh, I got a super good discount on it. Whatever. I did. We I, don't, we I did. don't I, care the I details. Yeah, well, you yeah. don't have to make up an alibi. I had to take a, an extra trip to Kansas or Missouri or wherever the hell it was just to get this particular version so <laughs> anything that says barrel in Iowa come on ABV Iowa ABV barrel with two L's that's right so so what is it barrel standard barrel uh, seagrass 16 yeah is it 16 yeah it it's 16 year 16 so so when you say that we have one here? I do not, but I have pictures of it if you need the picture. I guess I'm curious. 16 year, so it's a 16 year rye. 16 year rye. American and Canadian blend? This is just straight Canadian. This is straight Canadian. Yep. And, and then how long is it finished? Do we have any idea? That I'm not quite sure okay. about. So, yeah, and the regular. Sometimes they tell us. Barrel's pretty secretive with their it, stuff. Yes, and the, the regular is a Canadian and American blend. American. I remember that from. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So this is straight Canadian. It's and and yeah. is it rye? Yeah. It's Canadian rye. And and it also has regular. Uh, I'd hate hate to say bourbon, but I would say American whiskey. So could be aged in barrel, you know, for a little bit. But I'm I'm not sure. Okay. Well enough yet. Interesting. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> like like they're doing. Yeah. That's, so and, and the one thing I know about barrel is, if you like something in barrels. Like Ken does, find it and buy a bunch of it because the odds that it's ever going to happen again because they are a lot of kind of custom blends and custom mixes and, and barrels and, very secretive. Yeah, and, they and, don't and really tell you much about it. We tried a Super Bowl weekend. We tried one of the New Year's uh, bottles from this year, I believe, wasn't it? Um, the New Year's bottlings. Which yeah, the New we'll, Year 2022. The, yeah, the New Year 2022. I, I thought mean, it was great. I thought it was it was wonderful as well. But again, if you like it, they don't have a real just a standard. Here's Barrel's profile. They have hundreds of profiles, I guess, at this point. All right, so here's here's the deal on Gray Label 16-year barrel seagrass. Yep. $249.99. Nice job. Yeah. Like that. <sighs> Matured for 16 years, <laughs> distilled in Canada, rye whiskey finished in Martinique rum, Madeira, and apricot brandy casks. Aged in the US and Canada, crafted and bottled in Kentucky. That's all they really tell you. The foundation, Gray Label, began with two groups of 16-year, 100% Canadian rye barrels. One with bright citrus and crisp green apple notes, and the other with earthy spearmint notes. A portion of the first group was finished in apricot brandy. 
A portion of the second group was finished in Martinique rum barrels, and a blend of the first and second was finished in Malse Madeira barrels. When each set of secondary maturation flavors peaked, those casks were pulled and slowly married into the final blend. Wow. That's a process. That's a process. Do you guys want to hear flavor notes, or do you want to just dive into it? No, let's just, let's uh, just dive let's in. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. All right. We'll talk about flavor notes afterwards. So I'm, I'm on the uh, the original low-end stuff. Okay. So we're... Low-end. Yeah. Only 90 bucks. <laughs> Only 90 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you drink seagrass, I mean, and you go for the, the big stuff. I mean, yeah. Just I mean, it's got it's got a good nose to it. it. It's, it's 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 not, not overwhelming. It's not quite spring and summer in Iowa, which is you know I talked about before. Which I mean, is it was really, almost seventy yesterday. I, yeah, you know, and it's almost thirty today. Yeah, we're gonna be shoveling snow Shut when it goes. <laughs> I ain't shoveling nothing. It's gonna melt in two days. <laughs> good or almost kind of. Right I forgot you haven't tried this yet. No, it hasn't. Grassy, maybe kind of. Yeah, that's the rock. It's called seagrass. Yeah. Jesus. Not sea bass. They, they really kind of market this around. <laughs> sea bass on the gas. They really kind of market this around the, the summertime, yeah. beachy sort of yeah. feel good. Yeah, I'm curious to see what supplier likes on this because yeah. he has not tried it. We all have. 118 proof. I mean, so it's up there of all the ones. But yeah, undisclosed mash bill. Um, Are you talking about this one or the 16? I'm talking about this one. Okay. The, just the straight up seagrass. Oh, see, I like this. Released this March time. of 2021, so it's a, a bit about. And a this year bottle's since. been open for about. The two apricot weeks, right? isn't as offensive to me as no. it normally was. My, I did not like this at all last time. Really? No. Well, and it, the flavor profile is what we were drinking last time, as opposed to what we're drinking today. Yeah. And, you know, most of what we had new rip wise is 35 percent or better of rye. So. What was Ken's deal before? It didn't make me vomit. This doesn't make me want to vomit this time. It's so, it's acceptable. It's this fine. Is, this is the same bottle that we had before. Was, has it been three weeks? Probably three or four, four okay. weeks, something like that. So so it has sat there and had a chance to oxidize a little mm-hmm. bit. Again, so... The, the new seagrass is, is definitely just uncorked this so morning. It, so. it's, a, it's a rye. No bones about that. Martinique rum cask, like you said. Yeah. Doc... Agricole casks, apricot brandy, and Madeira. So four different casks, cask finishes in order to to put the, this batch of it together. Mm. Yeah, I, Boy, I, it's I, got a long finish to it. Man, it does. It has that fruity. That's why of, you like it, right? It, it <laughs> that is long fruity and, finish, and yeah. it's that higher proof, so the the flavors are a little more bold. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, flavors are bold. That apricot, to me, when we tried it the first time, it was overpowering, and I'm not a huge apricot did, fan. Did we try that initially? Was that our first one, or was it, was it towards... It was our last one. It was our, our last, last one. one. So we'd, we'd yeah. had a lot of, yeah. a lot of bourbon before that. Yeah. So. To, like today, when we originally tried it a month ago, I was like, why are you drinking this stuff at $90 a bottle? Today, I like it. It's I don't know that I would buy it and drink it normally, but I actually like it today. I'm, I'm impressed with it. I, like I said, I think being able to be open and breathe a little bit before mm-hmm. beforehand makes a difference. Yeah. What do you think, supplier? This Good. is your first time going into it, right? Not bad. It's uh, you can definitely taste the fruitiness to yeah. it, but it's and it's not a lot of heat, but I mean it's there. Yeah, it's there. And it's, for uh, sure. Yeah. And the finish is a lot longer than we had in the previous one. I like Still, it because it's bold. I, I yeah. got to get for appearance. It it looks like watered down bourbon. Yeah. 
It looks like a fluoride treatment, like when you're a kid in school <laughs> and you get these little white cups. It's not cubs. green or blue. It's not green or blue, but it's pretty weak looking. So on, on Breaking Bourbon, and I, I follow and I read quite a few of his uh, reviews and things like that, and part of his synopsis at the end, uh, he says to this one, the regular seagrass, there's an aspect to it that feels like this could actually work. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> this could actually yeah, work. Yeah, so when you, when you think about the, the multiple finishes and the different ones, I mean, it's just like, well, let's add one more. What does this taste like? Yeah. What does this taste like? What does this taste So, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it works. It, it's something that's not, um, uh, I'm not offended by it. It's, it's pleasurable to drink for what it is. And honestly, there's a certain category of, you know, the wild turkey honey or some of those that have a little bit of sweetness to them that, you know, there are some times that, yeah, that's just maybe what I want. That's and a $15 bottle. I agree. <laughs> it also doesn't taste like apricot brandy. That's a good know? point. Uh, or or Madeira. A, it's a lot of sugar added where this, they've got a lot of that natural sweetness right. out of the barrels that they use. And so I, I it, it's way out in left field for somebody to say, hey, why don't we mix these and make it and but that's what barrel excels at that's what they've yeah, made their name off of is we're going to be a little experimental we're going to go way beyond left field where places are not going and we're going to see what we can do with it and we're going to charge extra for it and people like ken are going to buy it <laughs> and then i don't know who that is they've they've got a great <laughs> name for themselves and again we went back to my Vinny's pick and yeah. I did not like it. I paid 90 bucks for it when I got it. And I was like, oh, they're supposed to be great. And I tried it, and I was like, it's not wonderful. And it was the highest proof bourbon I had on my bar for several years at 130-some proof. And I didn't like it. And then we went back and visited some barrel stuff. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try it again. And we tried it at my house. Totally different perspective on it after a few years. It was great. I thought it was fantastic to the point I went and bought the New Year 2022 just because I was in Illinois and could find it. <coughs> You hear that, Iowa? Because I could find it in Illinois. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Iowa. Now, there's one review here that says, with a splash of water, the oxidized Mandira notes emerge, canning the fruit and bringing out earthiness on the palate. There you go. I haven't tried it yet, but it's a good idea. So do we want to pull up a little 16 here and, and see what we, yeah. we catch? Yeah, I'm super curious on the 16, because they kind of did it the same way. Yeah. A little bit more selective with their... Their batch aging, yeah. But for 16 years, I'm curious. The nose isn't much. Actually, I would call it a little weaker for me. The nose on this. I would one. agree. Yeah. Just a touch of smoke, a little yeah. apricot. Yeah, it's it's. I would say the the nose is not quite quite as good. Which is kind of surprising. Yeah. 16 year Canadian rye. This is, you can tell it's not been open for a while, or not been open. It's a little sharper. Well, it's got some heat. I mean, yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, it spreads out. Oh, yeah. So, um, this is a taste much different than the other. I think I read something about spearmint. I'm getting a lot of spearmint off of it. Yeah. A lot of that strong rye green. Not as heavy apricot as the first one no. at all. The apricot is much more tasty. A little bit of smoky, a little bit of creamy, a little bit of spearmint. Oh, I like that way better. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be honest. I like that a lot better. The apricot heavy is not my favorite. Right. This is not apricot heavy at all. Ooh, I don't mind that at all. It holds better. The body is better. 
Oh, it's got a it's got a upfront burn, and then it just kind of lingers. Yeah, you catch that that rye and that, and I would say more of the wine finishes come out versus the, the apricot. Madeira, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. comes out in this one. Yeah. So, with the age and the blend, to me, the apricot turns kind of into a light cream soda finish. That's why I don't get the apricot. Like, this is easily the first one identifiable as apricot. Yeah. You can just tell that's what it is. This one, I don't get an identifiable apricot to it. It kind of just lingers to a soft, sweet cream soda for me. Ooh, that's fantastic. So, you got, so the, the 16 is uh, bottled at 130 proof. Where the normal seagrass is at one uh, one eighteen. Oh yeah, and there. you can you can tell you know, it's, it's hot. It's got more, oh, more yeah. punch it's hot. in there. It but kind of make, but kind it's of not hot wonder. in a bad way. It's not offensive at all. No. It's good. So it does kind of make you wonder, you know, what the aging process looks like in um, the different levels, right? Because we've had a, the other seagrass again. They're very secretive about timing and aging and all that sort of thing. But for a sixteen-year Canadian that's been aged in Canada and the U.S. And then, you know, was this finished at the same amount of time as the normal seagrass and just didn't pick up as much? Yeah. You would think with a higher proof, you would have more of that coming through. Um, or maybe it wasn't finished or the blend. I, I'm guessing it's done completely separate. Yeah. I'm guessing they just had this 16-year rye and they're like, hey, we've already done well with the regular seagrass. We've got this sitting here. Let's finish this. Put it out there. Yeah, so because the regular seagrass was a 2021 release, yep. the 16-year seagrass was a 2022. So it's a much more recent. As soon as they checked ago. the bank account over here, they're like, "This is going to be saw, good. We're going to put the a Ken 16 out." Money in the bank, <laughs> and, and then they they released it. What can we do to make this better? To me, night and day. I don't really like the regular. I like this 16-year. I like that. You like that? Yeah, I'm very impressed. Good. What do you think, supplier? It's definitely that that mint hits you. Yeah, you catching that spearmint? And then pretty much a clean. I got a real clean finish. They I get all the way to cream soda, but so I'm I'm sitting here after I've breathed it for a while. I'm like pushing it, exhaling through my nose to get it back out, and it's just so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's so good. <laughs> I did not expect it like that <laughs> at all. I was like, oh, what's what's worse than apricot whiskey? Oh, 16-year <laughs> apricot whiskey. No, that's really good, actually. Very, very so, good. Yeah, it, the apricot doesn't jump out like the... Mm. the it, doesn't, it doesn't have the sweetness of the, of the regular seagrass. Um, I would probably tend to lean more toward the regular seagrass. Really? Again, and more of a... So there, it's starting to really, really warm from, you know, the chest down. Now I've had enough of that... Yeah. That 130 proof that it's starting to feel there, and I, I enjoy the sweetness of the original. That's called seagrass. acid reflux. Just so you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the calzone cal that I had a lunch in. Um, but it's just I, I have that warm feeling of the 130. I enjoy that little bit of sweet. And again, there's a time and a place for it, right? There's a time, you know, a, a summer evening on my porch, you know, just watching the world go by. That that to me tailors to very very well yeah so um, if you're talking 
I'm waiting for spring. I want a beach, fruity flavor, whiskey. That first one, that's that's perfect. And you've been waiting for spring for that. Oh, I have. To and me, this great. one is like late summer, early fall. It's starting to get a little dark, like Oktoberfest beer. Mm-hmm. You want that darker, a little bit different to finish off summer. That's perfect for me, that 16-year for that. Yeah, I... But so here I did, in Iowa, we're waiting for spring. So I did try the, the regular seagrass and some pineapple juice. Mm. And it was really, really good. So mm. you, had, you had a couple ice cubes. and Did well, you pour it into a pineapple with a straw? No, oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. we could have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, so, so then the hang-up with that would be, I have a hard time paying $90 for a mixer. Correct. Right. That would be the thing that, for me, barrel, for all the intensive reasons that they have priced the things the way they do um it's a little bit gimmicky i can buy captain morgan for 20 bucks yeah yeah i I can buy some other flavored whiskeys and things like that for uh, a much more cost effective if i'm going to mix something with that not saying it's not enjoyable but i don't like buying 90 dollars mix yeah so the the part with that with mixing like two to one juice to 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 the seagrass was you didn't have the Captain Morgan kick come out. Sure. It was, it continued that fruity sort of. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. So you didn't have that that necessarily, you know, bourbon rum sort of flavor coming through. It was, interesting. It was just okay. sweet juice yeah, that you were, yeah. you were enjoying. So that, and I and I had it. I mean, it was that one of those first sixty degree days and. I'm on the back deck. And, <laughs> You're like, what do I do with this? <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm out there. I'm like, so I had the first one, you know, straight up. Didn't even add ice. And I'm like, well, let's just try this because I already talked about, yeah. hey, you know. Because pineapple's the, the logical add to this. Yeah. It really is. And it was, it really was very enjoyable. And I've had the Good captain and you. stuff, okay. you know. And so, I, you know, you enjoy that moment and you hear the the spring birds, the first, and Really, you have to be from Iowa in the Midwest to understand this, but oh, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you hear those birds and, and you see those robins. Yeah, you see the fields tilled, and you can smell the farm smells. You're like, okay, it might be spring here shortly. Yeah, you know, and then of course it snows the next day. But and then you have tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, and then you have naders. But so, and I and I was debating whether to bring this back to this group because, of course, we did try it, and it was yeah. it wasn't exactly well received. But I thought, you know what? When you spend two hundred fifty bucks on a bottle, or one hundred sixty bucks on a bottle, or whatever, well, not two hundred and fifty for anyone paying attention to the budget. Not two fifty. Yeah, particularly Ginger. So. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't appreciate your art. <laughs> no. Actually, as long as I give her the bottle, she's probably all right. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and I think that just goes, there's a time and a place, and there's a lot of things that, depending on circumstances, you may try and not enjoy, and it always values, uh, you know, to come back and revisit those in other circumstances with, like, what we've had today. We had four higher rye bourbons this time, as opposed to what we had last time, and partnering with that. You know, it's 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 not all bad. I, again, I, the price wise would be a big hang up for me on what these are. Um, now, if it's something like Ken that enjoys, and again, there's a lot of, of other different palettes out there to say, well, I enjoy this. I'm going to spend, you know, ninety or a hundred or two hundred dollars, whatever it might be, on that to to enjoy it. And so, um, yeah, I, I think there's a time and a place for a lot of this, and I I can't say that I don't 
Don't enjoy it. If I'm retired and independently wealthy and price is no object whatsoever, I would forgo the regular. I would buy the 16-year. I'd buy a few cases of it and share it with my friends and be like, hey, this is a little different. This is something completely different than my normal wheelhouse of bourbon. But look at the new riff. 40 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Well, well, the master distiller's pick, was it like 50 bucks a bottle? So good. It so was good, so yeah. good and 50 bucks a bottle. But see, bourbon's my wheelhouse. I like that corn. I like that American-made flavor. I, I don't get into the Canadian and, and the Scotch and the Irish and all the different stuff. I've tried them. I really don't enjoy them. They're just not my wheelhouse, and that's okay. Some people love it. I'm not a big fan of that stuff. I like the American-made corn stuff. That just seems to fit who I am. But if I were to pick these two, I would never pay... I don't know if I would never pay 90 bucks for the regular seagrass. I might to have one on my bar. I would never pay 250 for this. But if price were no object and I had to pick one or the other, I'd pay 250 for the 16-year. No problem because it's that much better and people will appreciate it more to me. So if we're looking at it here, so $80, $90 a bottle, is it worth, so MSRP's $250 on the Which 16 Which is crazy. Right? <laughs> so so let's just say you're, you're choosing, is, is the $80 versus $250, is the price point worth the $250? Is the 16-year three times better yeah, than it, the regular? Yeah, right. I'm not a big fan of the regular. I like this. I would never pay $250 for that. Yeah. That's, just, that's just my fault. Because it's not my niche. I like it better. I don't know if it's three times better, but I like it better. Supplier? Resting you see, you see Packers that, already. You, you've, seen the, you've seen the numbers of different bottles and stuff go by, so what do, what do you think? So I'd have a hard time paying 90 for the regular, but I did like it. Um, never having any of their product, I would. it's something I would visit again, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get you into the new year 2022 bourbon. Yeah. It's over at, it's over at uh, somebody's house right now, but we got to try that next. Absolutely. We opened it for Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think from a, a cost perspective in the world that we live in today, um, there's very few that to me are worth maybe over a $50 a bottle. Yep. Uh, again, is it exponentially better? And there's bottles out there for $100, $150, $200. Um, are they good? Yes, they're probably good. Are they three times better than a Elijah Craig store pick or Elijah Craig barrel proof that I can find for 40 or 50 or 60 bucks? Um, I, I don't know that they are ex- exponentially better. And I, and I think that's all relative to the day and time that we live in now. The cost of things have increased pretty significantly in the last couple of years. Um, yes, do I, do I enjoy them? But are they better? Um, that's one reason why I don't dabble in the secondary market as much because, you know, yeah, there's probably some models out there that are really good. Are they three or four or six hundred dollars good? No, they're not. Yeah. You know, it's the novelty of having what they are. Is is Wizard Pappy worth six hundred fifty bucks? No. The answer is no, no. It's not. There's no possible way it's worth that. Is it okay? It's pretty good weeded bourbon. That's pretty much where we're at with it. Is it worth MSRP? Yep, it is. It's pretty good at MSRP, and I've and I've gotten Wizard Pappy at MSRP. It is not worth today's market, except if you're trying to make money off of it, and that's the problem. That's the problem with today's market. Everyone's trying to make money off of it, 
some of us just want to try some stuff and compare and contrast and see what we like and don't like, and the market's out prices right now. Right. And I'm okay with restaurants saying, you know, if you want a pour of, of a Wizard Pappy yeah. or a Lot yeah, B, yeah, absolutely. pay 35 or 40 bucks for it. You know what? I would gladly pay 40 bucks for a taste than for $800 of a bottle. For sure. Yep. It's over. Sure. I, I, don't, uh, I don't appreciate it anymore. So. And the first time I tried Lot B, the 12-year Van Winkle. Vegas. I was at a place. It was for breakfast, and they had it on the bar. I'm like, you know what? For for thirty five bucks, I'll try that, and it was great. And I had a bottle at home I hadn't opened yet, but I got to try it. And you got to keep your bottle closed because you'd already tried it now. Correct. And I got a great deal on that bottle. <laughs> that's a story on itself. But but that that's the world we live in today. You know, there's a lot of chasing of the bottles. The secondary market is hot right now. Um, you know, pretty much any bottle that you want, you can have if you're willing to pay the price. Yes. And, and there's a lot of them out there that right now, no matter how good they are, I'm not willing to pay the price. Yep. I, I just don't feel that um, they're significantly that much better than what I'm able to find on my, my shelf at my local retailer. I would even be okay, like if ABD said, we're only going to ship to bars and bars you're required to open them for your constituents and your people, charge 20 bucks a shot for a... You know, a Wizard Pappy or a Taylor Warehouse Survivor into that. Everybody's making money. The distiller, I think the distillers are still getting screwed out of some of that, but the re retailer gets to make the money. Everybody gets to try it. It's not a bottle that's out there on the secondary market for 1500 or 1800 or whatever this Warehouse C last one was going for. And more people have the opportunity to try those. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is really, it's a bubble that's going to burst at some point in time. Has to. And, and yeah. really, I mean, what I see is, unfortunately, a lot of distillers that are investing a ton of money into adding capacity are going to probably, unfortunately, run into trouble because yeah. at some point in time, they're not going to want to pay that secondary market And price. we've seen the other side of it, right? The clear spirits of the 80s and the, really the, the 90s um, dominated, and these distillers, these bourbon manufacturers... They're making hay while there's hay to be made right now, and I, I, good for them, you know, good for them because that's the the determination of a free market and really capitalism in the sense of where we live. You know, you have what you have. Let's sell as much of it as we possibly can and make the money we can right now. Mm. Now the problem with some of that is, is eventually there's going to be a crash. Consumers are going to move to something else, you know, and so the ten year, twelve year, sixteen year product they're putting in the rick houses now. They're betting that in 2038, there's still a desire, and, and, and we as, as consumers are fickle about that sort of thing. We move on so quickly to whatever the next, you know, I look at the, the Beanie Babies, you know, you look at the Furbies, you look at just all these sort of things that the American consumer, you can't get enough of right away, and then six months later, they're on to something else. The bourbon craze has lasted longer than probably what anybody thought it would, and we're really a crash of our economy away from it going away because the cash in the market just isn't going to be there. Well, I was going to say, so at what point in time are we buying 23-year-old bourbon that they can't get off the shelf? I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of... It was that not too long ago. It, it was. But everyone says it's going to pop, the bubble's going to burst, blah, blah, blah. It hasn't yet. Everyone, buy gin and tequila. <laughs> buy gin and tequila. Thank you. These are bourbon for us. We actually drink it. Yeah. Public service announcement from the dock. From the dock. So, yeah. So, I, like I said, I've, I watch a fair amount of whiskey, too. I listen to other podcasters. 
And there's many of them that are no longer buying because they realize that what they have on their personal shelves, they'll never be able to drink in their lifetime. Sounds like a challenge. So, yeah, I, I'm going to live forever and drink every ounce Amen. that I can. So. And, and, and a challenge that I'm up for, but I'm also to the point in my, my life where I, I would agree with that. I probably have more than what one could consume reasonably within a lifetime without sharing it with but friends. But that's why you right. have friends. That's, yeah, right. that's why you have friends, the opportunity to share that with multiple people. And now I'm, you know, I know what I like. I know what flavor profiles I really enjoy. Yep. Um, if I come across those, because again, a lot of the ones that I enjoy are not ones you're going to find in our market very freely, I will purchase those, but I'm not purchasing at the level of what it once was, just to have multiples of these or, oh, another batch of this. And Now, for people like the barrels of the world, they're keying on the fickle nature of the American consumer by saying, okay, next year's New Year's batch or next year's seagrass batch or next year's whatever batch speaks to this taste, and people are curious enough to say I'll spend 90 bucks on that, or I'll spend 100 bucks on that. Um, give it a shot. You know, if there were more retailers, uh, like some of the ones that have tasting bars and things like that, I think people would generally find out, okay, you know, I probably shouldn't invest in an $80 or $90 yeah. bottle. This is not for me. Yeah, yeah. it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Or eighteen fifty for the last New Year 2022 that she tried to bill me for. Yeah. But I had to sleep in that. I couldn't I couldn't let her charge me eighteen fifty for it. <laughs> Didn't work. Too honest, are you? I am. Yeah, she rang it up, and it was a ninety dollar bottle, and it rang it up eighteen fifty. And I was just like, I looked at my wife, and I'm like, so that's not right. She's like, no, that's what the computer says. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust you should fix that. Trust, trust the computers me. in the matrix. Yeah, don't get fired over this. It's not worth it. Right. It's like the one I see about once or twice a month on any site or anything we're on. You know. Elijah Craig barrel proof, ring it up for the Elijah Craig. Just yeah, thirty bucks. Yep. No, it's not thirty bucks. I'll it's take them 60. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was our uh, barrel and the uh, seagrass. Seagrass. Thanks for letting showdown. us try that. That was yeah, good. Very good. That was I, I really did. I got that one because I knew that that would make a great comparison yep. for this. Because there, there really are. After tasting them both, they are completely different. They animals. are completely mm -hmm. different. Yeah. So. For sure. And if anybody wants to try seagrass, get a hold of Ken. He's got them. I ain't sure. <laughs> you, you got you got you got to be a whiskey friend. Find, yeah. a, so find a supplier. Become, become a whiskey friend. I, thank you to all those out there who continue to listen to our group get togethers. We enjoy putting them together. We enjoy talking about what we have and, and tasting. And we're, we're a little we're ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's we'll it's, keep it's bringing you the inside scoop on uh, on on bourbon. Yeah, it was it was interesting that we broke the top one hundred in leisure on Apple. The, How about uh, that? Leisure, wow. the, awesome. the leisure category. So that was. I would have never guessed that was even in the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's I. just a bunch of people here, bliss, you know, blowing smoke, enjoying some, uh, some whiskey, and you know, just talking smack a little bit, and, <laughs> and here we go. So, hey, thanks everybody for joining us. So for the ref, hey, Mr. Stripes, the supplier, call him if you need something. And Doc, in case you get hurt chasing down that damn bottle that you need. Cheers. I, I'm Ken. You get a first aid, but don't let him operate on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, I, says you. Uh, well, yeah. And the lawsuit that you're fighting. But anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ken. Alleged. Yeah, okay. So, I'm Ken for the Whiskey Friends, and thanks for stopping in this time. <laughs> <laughs>